0: 8. Who knew that something so basic, pillows, could make someone so happy? After getting Mr. Lewis his pillows and a new key, I went back to the front office and cut up a bunch of blank cards. I had decided to make customer feedback cards. This way, every customer could let us know exactly what they wanted whether it was extra pillows or extra toilet paper. I put the cards out at the front desk. The next morning, Mr. Lewis took one of my customer feedback cards and scribbled away. For a long time, I sat and stared at his card, afraid to turn it over. Even though he had been nice in the end, I still worried about what it might say. When I finally did turn it over, I braced myself for picky comments regarding the cleanliness of our room or the softness of our pillows. Never in a million years did I expect to read this this message. Helpful staff. There was no greater feeling in the world than reading those words. A smile stretched across my face as I got ready for school. I decided to wear my blue and red shirt and polka dot leggings on my first day. When I was all set, I said goodbye to my parents, carried my backpack down the four blocks on Meadow Lane. Unlike Coast Boulevard, which was busy and chaotic, Meadow Lane was lined with houses, all with green lawns and mailboxes and little red flags. Still, there were signs that this wasn't completely a nice neighborhood, like metal bars on some of the windows and bikes left outside with only the frame left and no wheels. As I walked, I gave the butterflies in my stomach their usual pep talk. It's going to be okay. I'll make friends, and if I don't, I'll borrow books from the library. This year... There was an additional butterfly. I finally had something cool to tell everyone. I was running a motel. This was sure to blow their minds. The walls of Dale Elementary School were pink and green. On the pink and green walls there hung a big welcome back banner and all around me kids were scurrying off the bus and into the classrooms. Principal Evans said I was to go to room 12. As I pushed open the pale green door to my new classroom, a room full of kids turned to look at me. A tall woman with red hair and big earrings spun around and waved. You must be Mia, the teacher said. I nodded. Welcome, I'm Mrs. Douglas, she said. Please take a seat. I looked around the room, the seats in the back were already taken, and I didn't want to sit in the front. The other kids peered curiously at me. They were mostly white, but there were also a few black kids and Hispanic kids, no Asians. I took a seat in the middle of the room next to an empty desk and a poster on the wall that said, Wanted. Children Who Love Reading. As more kids piled in, Mrs. Douglas asked us to go around the room and tell everyone something about themselves. It doesn't have to be big, she said. Just has to be something interesting. Can it be weird? Someone asked. Mrs. Douglas's eyes opened wide. I love weird she exclaimed we went in alphabetical order so alan Adelman had to go first i watched as he agonized over something sufficiently weird he finally went with i collect things what kind of things the other kids asked rocks keychains he said my new classmates yawned not weird Bottle caps, postcards, too. Still not weird. And fingernails, Alan quickly added. All of my old clippings. (laughs) Whoops, too weird. Alan immediately put his hand over his mouth, but it was too late. The other kids stared at him like he was a crow. Alan shriveled under their gaze. Next came Bethany Brett, who looked like she had about 15-something specials about her and couldn't wait to get started. She told all of us about her golf game and how she went to this fancy ice skating camp this summer. Now I can do jumps and twirls and everything, she bragged. Mrs. Douglas beamed at her, clapping her hands wildly, and we all knew who was going to be the teacher's pet this year. When it was my turn, I took a deep breath. (sighs) Here it goes. Hi, I'm Mia, and I live and work in a, I was just about to say motel when the door swung open. Sorry I'm late, a voice boomed. I turned around and walking through the door with his shirt half tucked in his pants, looking like he just woke up, was Jason Yao. Um, so Mia, what were you going to say? Mrs. Douglas asked. Nothing, I muttered. I couldn't believe it. What were the chances of Jason being in the same school? let alone the same class as me. Not only was Jason here, but because he was late, he had to take the empty desk left, which was right next to mine. Great. You were about to tell us something. You live and work in a... Jason shot me a look. A don't you dare. He rushed into my cheeks and to Jason's. Why didn't he want the others to know? Nothing, just a normal house, I quickly lied. With a dog. What kind of dog? The other kids were curious. A golden retriever. It was the only type of dog I knew. What color? Uh, golden? I tried. The other kids nodded, satisfied with this information. I let out a sigh of relief as Mrs. Douglas moved on to the next person, while my least favorite person in the world sat in his seat glaring at me. Jason marched up to me at recess. Let's make one thing clear, Jason said. You don't know me and I don't know you. Got it? Whatever. I said. Jason turned and walked away. What was that all about? Was he bothering you? Someone asked. It was a girl from my class who had walked over, Guadalupe Garcia. I think her name was, or Lupe for short. No, I quickly added. Lupe looked like she didn't believe me. A little, I admitted. Jason can be so annoying, she said, shaking her head. I smiled. Hey, what happened to your finger? Lupe asked, pointing. I'd taken the toilet paper off and replaced it with a proper band-aid my mom gave me, along with an earful on how I should have waited for her. Nothing, I said, holding my wound with my thumb, hiding my wound with my thumb. So you have a golden ret- retriever, Lupe asked. I nodded slowly. Lupe smiled. Me too. Lupe went on to tell me that the that the top of a golden retriever, on top of a golden retriever, she had two other dogs. A pug and a Shiba Inu, Shiba Inu. Shebas are the hardest to train because they are so smart, she informed me. I nodded politely and concurred that training was very important. She asked me what my dog's name was and I blurted out Sonjay because I was still thinking about Jason and Sonjay was Jason flipped around. It just came out. Sanjay? Really? Lupe said. That's an unusual name. I quickly tried to change the subject. So what'd you do this summer? I asked. Lupe told me all about her awesome summer and how her parents bought her this giant trampoline. It was in her backyard and she recently did a flip, but her dad wasn't there to see it because he had to go on a business trip. I couldn't stop staring at her. This girl with a house, a trampoline, and three dogs. She sounded so normal. She asked me if I had a trampoline. No, I said. Then my face brightened. But I have a pool. A pool? She gasped, her eyes opening wide. That's amazing! It is pretty amazing, I told her. I didn't tell her the part about how I wasn't allowed to go in, just look at it. Toward the end of recess, I left Lupe to go check out the library. She wanted to come with me, but I told her I'd only be five minutes i didn't want her to know what i wanted to look up which was the price of an electronic key machine my finger was still throbbing and i wondered how much safer and easier this how much a safer and easier machine would cost as i walked around the library i heard voices down a dark empty corridor it sounded like some kids fighting. I tiptoed closer to get a better look. From the shadows, I could make out four big kids. They looked like sixth graders and they were huddled around another kid. My breath stopped short when I saw who the kid, I saw who the kid in the middle was. It was Jason. Take that Chinese doughboy! The sixth graders taunted him. One of them had his hand on Jason's arm and was twisting it while the other boys were holding Jason back. Ow, Jason cried. That's what you get for being a know-it-all, the sixth grader said. Jason howled as they twisted his arm even harder. Stop, I yelled. The boys spun around and froze. One of the sixth graders smirked. Look, Chinese doughboy has a girlfriend, he exclaimed. My cheeks turned bright red. I'm not his girlfriend, I shot back. I'm not even his friend. Just then, a teacher started walking over. Hey, what's going on? He hollered. Shoot, the sixth graders yelled. Quickly, they let go of Jason and scrambled out of there. After the sixth graders ran away, Jason and I walked silently back to class. I kept looking over at the bruise developing on his arm. I wanted to ask him if he was okay, but then I thought about all the horrible things he and his dad said the day before, and I didn't.